1: You have found says that it should not have been an issue in the first place. It was it was uh, a, a minor thing, and then the evidence. The general you're suggesting that the general counsel essentially said, "Let's destroy all the evidence." Correct.
0: The, the evidence that was harvested during the 2015 season, when they were doing the spot checks to see how football air pressure actually performed, because they'd never done this before. They had never tested to see whether or not there were deviations beyond the 12.5 to 13.5-pound acceptable pressure range, a number that's just always been there, and nobody knows why it's been there. But, hey, you know, if somebody's beyond it and we decide we want to whack them, we're going to go whack them. Well, they checked, and they realized that you take the footballs out of the locker room, you take them out to the field. On a hot day, the pressure's going up. On a cold day, the pressure's going down. And the numbers were sufficiently close on the cold end, on the cold days, To to cause someone, specifically Jeff Pash, to say when the season ended, get rid of these numbers. And throughout the process, you know, somebody always leaks something when it relates to the NFL, and, and usually because the NFL wants to get it out, so they find a way to leak it. This was something the NFL did not want to get out. No one ever had access to these numbers. They managed to protect those numbers. And then when they got to the end of the season, the order was given to get rid of them forever, which justifiably leads to the conclusion that if we had seen those numbers, the, the light bulbs would have gone off coast to coast, that even though, even though, you yeah, know, look, the Yastrzemski and McNally text messages were problematic, and they suggested that maybe something was going on, but that's one thing. It's not proof that it actually happened on the day that they claimed that it happened, and I don't think they ever had the proof that it happened that day. They always started at the end point and forced their way backward as clumsily as they had to to justify their conclusion that on that day they caught the Patriots in the act. And it's entirely possible that Brady McNally and Dostromsky had something going on that happened from time to time. But on that day, they didn't catch him. And uh, they, they've, they've been trying to sell for seven years now that they did.
1: Yeah, that's so hilarious. The rest of the country just thinks that greater Boston, and eh, let's just call it really Boston, it's just a bunch of bad accents and people who are willing to hide bodies under Dorchester Police Stations. Okay, that's a little too close to home. But come on. Air affects pressure inside of tires. It's the rubber. It affects it. Right? Think about it. When the snow hit last week, if you hadn't put air in your tires, trust me, those things were probably, you know, like, oh, gosh, <laughs> the thing is almost flat. I should, I know I should have put air in it, but it's so cold. Air affects pressure inside rubberized PSI areas. Tires, football, basketball. I mean, like, think of your kid's soccer ball. Like, at the beginning of the summer, it just sits out there in the backyard. Kid never picks it up. By the fall, it starts to wither a little. You're like, what? Because air affects the ball's. Now, here's the thing that I've been saying this whole time, and think about when you play dodgeball in school. If you inflate that dodgeball to be super, super hard, right, if you, if you things going to bounce right off of you. Bang, you won't be able to catch it. Bang, you won't be able to catch it. Now, I'm talking about the person who has the dodgeball thrown at him. But if the ball's a little softer, wouldn't it be easier to catch I forgot the linebacker's name, but there was a pass that Tom really, like, literally threw in his chest and the guy dropped it. And that kind of started some of this deflate gate conversation. It's like, wait a minute. If there's less pressure in the ball, you should be able to grab it with no problem. Now, I'm not going to go off on the people of Indianapolis the way that I kind of did with Buffalo, but I didn't go off on them. But that happens when you're in a place where you can't even decide if you're in the Central or the Eastern time zone. They're still fighting over that. Dude, you guys are closer to St. Louis. You're in the central time zone. Make up your mind. That's why you're confused. But it goes back to that narrative of how Brady was always that much better than Peyton Manning. Head and shoulders, no pun intended, above. And then as Andrew Luck came along and they were like, well, (laughs) certainly this guy's got to get more of them done. And it wasn't happening. I mean Brady pretty much chased Andrew Luck out of the league.
0: Can we remember the game was also forty
1: five to seven? I mean, like what, like that's what I'm saying. Like you guys couldn't pick off more passes, and the Garrett Blunt had three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, because again, again, it, this is it's a fascinating. It, obviously, p- people in New England travel a lot. But when you live in other places, just to be able to hear the visceral hate, the visceral hate for the New England Patriots, they're cheaters. You know, he just got the greatest quarterback in the world. They're cheaters. Well, what about Spygate? That's the only camera that's in an NFL facility? Are you kidding? Well, uh, uh, look what they did with Cam Newton. Well, look what Cam Newton did to himself. We all saw that tree in coming. Even as far as the courtroom sketch. Do you remember that? The courtroom oh my, sketch of oh Tom my, Brady? Yeah. The hatred stemmed that far yeah, that the they made him look like E.T. Yeah, and just looking like a alien. He looked like a, an a, alien. alien. Yeah. It was horrible. Punch buggy. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah. So, and then I think what made it worse was that Brady won a title again last year. You know, I, I don't see the value in Brady. Pfft. Are you kidding? But the hatred for the Patriots has been so strong for two decades. Again, remember, as I said earlier, you know what sports talk radio was before Tom Brady showed up in the NFL? <laughs> uh, what do you think about Craig Biggio? Should I put him in in, in my rotation? I'm thinking about taking him out and possibly putting uh, uh, Orlando Cepeda's younger brother That's what sports talk was. But literally, because of the hatred of the Patriots, it's the business we're in now. Oh, and then, oh, when he went down in that first Kansas City game in 08, and the broken leg, the broken ankle, you were like, wait a minute. Like, nobody cheers injuries, but yet there are people cheering injuries. The hatred, That's why I say this guy might be Jesus himself. I mean, think about it. They hated him. They made him walk his cross. Bill wouldn't give him his money. Bill is Pontius Pilate. I'm sorry. But seriously, though, what Tom Brady provided to the game of football cannot really be monetized. You cannot put an actual number on it. The number may not exist. I mean, think about going into this year. This was like the first year where Patriots fans were like, wow, it's a lot of one o'clock games. (laughs) Like like the the Patriots still had some legit credibility for primetime games, even when Cam Newton was the quarterback. They were still because the Patriots had done so much for the league for so long.